we preempted the intro. Welcome. Happy Friday. Or I should say, Friday. Why don't they call it Friday like fried chicken, like fried French fries day? Why don't we have Friday, Fries Day? Right, well, Fries Day. Like, traditionally, in Rockbiter land, we mostly eat rocks, on account of being rock biters from the never ending story, story from 1984, I think, maybe five, I, I, I can't remember. I'm 500 million years old, man. There's too many years to remember. So, 1984 had an excellent year, though, because remember Boy George? Remember, uh,. Uh, not Cindy Lauper, she's terrible. There's a reason why we don't like Cindy Lauper around here. Also, there was Madonna, there was, well, I guess Michael Jackson's also horrible. But getting back to Fries Day, traditionally we eat rocks, but I would like from heretofore there to be Fries Day, French fries. French Fries Day. Who's with me? Each day passes and we wonder if it is lunes, martes, miércoles, sabado, oh, domingo. Yes, I speak German. I speak English. I also speak swine. And Spanish. Eswine and Espanish. They are both my native tongue and my native snout. You forgot Thursday and Friday. Ah, 420 artist is here to bestow upon us his cheer, his good humor, and his overall pleasant vibes. Welcome. Welcome to you, 420 artist. Do, do you concur with the rock biter that Friday should be fries day and we should all eat french fries? I concur. Who can not concur? Who can't concur? Lendo Calrissian. What are you doing here? I just thought it would be amazing to... Come down here among the caves and visit you inside the cave of forgotten dreams. Because usually I'm among the clouds. And you truly belong here with me among the caves. Lendo Calrissian, will you join me in welcoming Is This Will 420 Artist and Raccoon Raiders for Fry's Day? the first official fries day where we all will eat french fries heretofore, always and forever, on the arbitrary day that we label Friday. Waves. Is it wave? It's Viernes, named after the planet Venus. Ah, the planet Venus. I've been there. Many, many beautiful beings on Venus. That's where I got this cape, in fact. Have you ever witnessed the birth of Venus? It's truly remarkable. Are you talking about Botticelli, the artist? No, I'm talking about the solar system, baby. I see. Seasoned fries during the holidays, says 420 artist. 
Shall we all... We shall all be Seasons Fries greetings, everyone. Seasons greetings on your French fries, on your Fridays, on your Viernes, on your Venus Day. I agree. What's up, everybody? This is Carl Weathers of the Predator Weathers Report featuring the Action Jackson AccuPredator the Doppler Radar Forecast and Cardi B with her sidekick, Lando Calrissian. What's going on? Hey, everybody. I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm over here looking at this beautiful Predator. You think a Predator is beautiful? I find all beings beautiful. Cardi B, all things in this universe, in this galaxy, in this planet, every planet I've been to is beautiful. Anyway, getting back to the weather. Lando Calrissian sure is positive. He's a positive type of guy. Viernes. Thursday is tard. Uh, uh, Thursday is Wayface, right? Miércoles Wayface Viernes. That's, I think we're all getting a Spanish lesson today as well as a weather lesson. And I'll give you a one-two punch. Remember me? I was in Rocky. I was in Rocky 2. I was in Rocky 3. I was in Rocky 4. I was also in Rocky 5 in a flashback. Then you skipped a couple movies and you got to the Creed movies and then you see some footage of me from, the, from Rocky 1, from Rocky 2, from Rocky 4. You see footage of me from the other movies in the other movies. It's kind of remarkable. It truly is indisputable. It is uh, <laughs> inhospitable to not be alive anymore because <laughs> I died in Rocky 4. That's a shame. Yeah, that's bad news. You don't want to die. I definitely don't want to do that again. Speaking of dying, you ever try to do comedy every day at noon? I would never try such a thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand why anyone would ever try such a thing. It seems kind of ridiculous. It's, I mean, in Canada, we, we would call this... Uh, We'd be very polite about it. <laughs> we would say, uh, this show is not for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I would say that uh, maybe perhaps other people would like to watch the show, but not anybody around here. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe on Venus. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what kind of humor they have in Venus or what the equivalent of uh, Venusian Canada is. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, anyway. Oh, it looks like Rob is idle. Hey, everybody. What's up? I, I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. My hair grew back. Look at that. It grew back within like three days. I, sh I shaved my head four days ago. I shaved my head. I gave myself a haircut. Because, you know, it's difficult. This is, I'm a difficult... When I go into a barbershop, <clears throat> generally speaking, when I walk into Supercuts, they... I see people's jaws hit the floor. They'd like, I don't want to. Just can someone else? I, I wanted it to be an easy day. So when I walk in, they're just like, they run all the way. Um, but I gave myself a haircut the other day. I trimmed it down real close. Shaved it. I shaved it all off. It all grew back. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess it's a good problem to have, right? Am I right? 420? Man in
solved the, the resizing issue uh i think i did raccoon raiders I see you over there in uh, the Discord. How are you? Hanging out in the Discord. Let's uh, let's say how to will. You got the touch. Is this will? You got the power. Will. Hey, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Just say it hi to everybody here in the chat. I think, I believe, Will, 420 Artists, Raccoon Raiders, hello, everybody. It's a, it's a wonderful Friday. We're going to eat some French fries. This is what I've decided. This is not a French fry. This is a Burt's Bees chapstick. But it resembles a French fry from maybe like if you squint from far away, if I was to go say, hey, you want some French fries? Like you would say, oh, don't eat that wax. You know what I mean? That's often what people would say to me as a kid. Don't eat that wax! <clears throat> I didn't listen to them. Uh, we were just talking about the Madame Tussauds oh, wax. Have you, have you ever been... Hey! 420 Artist, I can hear you now. Were you talking? I can, I can hear you now, too. That's amazing. <laughs> We've... Uh, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Alexander Graham Bell calling Watson in the other room. Watson, can you hear me? Please enter the room. <laughs> Do you well, know I the first phone call? The most amazing part about it is this device is designed to make sound go faster than the speed of sound. <laughs> that is... You just blew my mind, 420 artists. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 420 artists with the revelation. That I, is, I never spontaneously regrew. It's beautiful. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you know it's crazy. You got that problem too. You just it just keeps growing. Curls just keep yeah, coming I, out. I, I shaved my head yesterday too. You should see. You shaved your head, yeah, and now it's all back. It grew back. Yeah, just like you. It respawned. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? What's going on? What's new? How's it over there? Are you in Boston now or in New York? Where are you? I'm I'm in Boston. Yeah, and Boston is nice and terribly hot and humid right now. Oh yeah. It was 102 degrees yesterday, right here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Dude, LA, ooh, that's brutal, you know, because that's, 
that's too hot. No, I don't know. I'm okay without that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just gave up. I went outside and I went shopping. I went to Trader Joe's and I came right back home. But I said, I'm not going outside the house again today. <laughs> yesterday I was, I slept right, most yeah, of yesterday. You the and lock yourself down like it's a, like it's a new pandemic. Yes. It's like the heat wave pandemic. Stay no, away from the sun. I feel, is it me or is the sun hotter than it used to be? <laughs> it's a lot hotter than it used to be. Somebody, somebody turned up the the Earth thermostat. I know. Good. You ever go into a? It feels it feels like a sauna out there. Um, let's see. Is this Miss Prime is good with the proton cannon? You guys got it's that peanut butter like solution emoji. Oh my goodness! Is this Will just invoked a deep cut, which did not get past me? Is this Will? I'm like a goaltender. I caught that one. He said the peanut butter solution. Do you remember that 420 artist, the peanut butter solution? Where you pour yes. peanut butter on your head and it grows your hair or whatever. It grows whatever hair yeah, on your I, body. That's what happened. Did you do that too? Is that how it's magically forever doing it now? I did that. I did that. You know what that also reminds me of? Like all of those books. Who wrote that? Beverly Cleary? Someone like that? Someone who was like... Cleary. <laughs> She's like 127 years old, I think. But, and her hair smells like peanut butter, I'm sure. <laughs> that's the solution, they said. You know, the peanut butter solution... Now, now this is just a joke, everybody. The, the peanut butter solution is a much better solution than the final solution. Hey! Oh, no, hey. thank you. Oh. Listen, we try to just it, it, tell it, jokes. Comedy out of everything. Step jokes. <laughs> Sometimes it's terrible, it's horrible, it's cringeworthy, but, you know, it's great. Yeah, but, you know, the other if, day I said hello, right? We watched the intro. We're sitting at everybody in the house is dying laughing at the intro again, right? And uh, all of a sudden, I just start drawing. Next thing I know, I hear your voice stop, and I wake up, and the stream ended. And I was like, crap, I just drew through the whole stream. <laughs> oh, did my stream end today, or was that yesterday, the other day? Yesterday, when I was, listen, I was listening to it, but I was just drawing. I wasn't really paying attention to chat. I was just listening to you talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I like that. I, like I know you were drawing. Well, that's what happened the other day. I got real depressed because uh, I was in the middle. We were in the middle of a very important discussion. Brad Pitt, is he great or is he not? We were talking very seriously about it, and then my internet just went to zero. So I had zero internet. I think the, the, how do you get a hold of your broadcast? <laughs> somebody somebody said we got to put a stop to this um yes the scientologists i blame them too <laughs> the scientologists they're a block away if you speak too loudly they'll hear you they'll come mm -hmm. to your door here's my favorite thing Did to I do ever tell you about when i got chased away by scientology security what happened when, when was this i didn't tell you did i oh this is great I, I, so, uh, this is, I, I don't recollect <laughs> it's sharing time so anyway i was uh driving down the the PCH having a good time for ourselves. We were on tour and everything was fun and good. And we decided to stop in the boo and all those great places. And right across from the Scientology center, there's this beautiful pull off in, in front of the Pacific ocean that has this beautiful cliff face. And it's so picture, picturesque. Love it's a beautiful not even funny, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you also, if you turn to the side, you get a great view of the Scientology building, but it's a beautiful view. If you're looking towards the ocean, 
So we were basically filming. And what happened is, I guess my camera guy faced towards the Scientology building and somebody over there freaked the hell out, like immediately freaked out. And these security guys drove up to us demanding our cameras and stuff. I was like, no, 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 no. Listen, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> and I'm telling everybody, get in the car. We're leaving now. We'll just go. It's okay. We're not interested in you. We're just taking pictures of the ocean, guys. We're out. Oh, and, uh, my goodness. We followed us for like two miles. It was pretty funny. The thing about them is that they seriously believe that they are going to save the universe. So if you have that agenda, if you feel like you're Thanos, they're basically Thanos. They think that they're doing a good thing. Uh, and the Scientology, listen, Scientologists, Scientologists out there, listen, I'm not trying to make fun of you. Actually, I am. I'm making fun of you. This is So this is what happens is that the religion believes that they will save the universe. So the more people that yes. it's the same thing with same thing with like Jesus, you know, pe people are people like, come to yeah. And then they say, come to Jesus and I will save you. And it's like, okay, well, right. you know, I'm fine. I'm all right right now. I'm okay, maybe I'm, later, I did do it maybe 30 seconds before I die. <laughs> You're like, if, if, if Jesus wants me, he knows where to find me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus is coming. Look busy. Uh, so they, <laughs> they said, the best part about the Scientology religion is that they really feel like that they're going to save the universe. So just think about that whenever they're like out, you go, oh, oh, this person really has got an agenda to save the entire universe. So maybe I should probably steer clear of that kind of insanity and self narcissism. So the funny thing is, like, Flash Gordonology. Flash Gordonology is pro that's the new one. Is this Will? Are you starting your own? Religion, because that one can I be Ming? <laughs> can I be the golden football? My favorite thing to do is a mile away from here is the Scientology Celebrity Center, and when I go running, I'll go running past it sometimes. And there's always a person on a bicycle outside, always a person monitoring the Scientology building because they're very serious. They want to make sure they know who everybody who's coming and going. There's a Scientologist. Dressed yeah, they run in suits, walking by them. Exactly, and then they—they're always like, "Hi, how's it going? Where are you going?" And it's like you're not an authority; you're just a person on a bicycle wearing like all black, so that it appears you have this sort of like security uh -huh. guards. Yeah, and they're not really security either. They're just that's the security I was speaking of that came up demanding my cameras and my career to give it up, and I was like, I don't think so. Yeah. So if if, if y'all don't live in Los Angeles where there's where Scientologists abound, <laughs> there are so uh, many centers. There are plenty. There are so there's so many like Scientology buildings here and stuff. So you walk by it. So when I go running, this is what I do. Cause they always want to know who's coming and going. And they're always looking around who's coming and going. I will find them from like far away. And I'll stare at them. So I'll just be running. And I'll just be staring at them with like a, like a blank look. Until uh -huh. they find... like, And they won't even pay attention to me until I get close enough to where they're like... Gonna sort of nonchalantly, surreptitiously look up and try to see what's going on with whoever's walking by. Because they're like a culture of paranoia. So when, yeah. as soon as they look up, I'm already staring at them. <laughs> with like a blank yeah. look. And then, they, and then they do the quick like, uh-oh... They do that weird, like, quick, embarrassed look away, like, uh-oh. 
<laughs> so yeah. it's funny. Well, it's like, also, it works if you do that as well, like they do. So you kind of look at them and you wait for them to look at you. And once you they look at you and you make eye contact, you're supposed to look away and whisper to your friend next to you and then walk the other way. That's a good. That's actually good. <laughs> That'll be better. But the whole time I'll just stare at them, just with yeah, with no expression. Because <laughs> I think I'm like you. Try to be creepy. Watch me. Them, like and in your head. Every time you count to the number 27 or something, you pick up a notebook and you just jot a word down and you put it back down. <laughs> just, just sit there and stare at them. Yes. <laughs> just keep like writing just things jot down. random words into a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh... Do it. I'll do it. Listen, any, anybody who's been in L.A. totally understands this. Yeah, it is a phenomenon. It happens. And it it's, it's all part of the the fun really and uh la has some of the most colorful homeless population i've ever met too yes yes there's uh it's a, there are i believe tens of thousands of I'm, people who have housing I challenges met, here like, it's crazy jesus was on one street i mean it was pretty amazing <laughs> you met how many jesuses six on one street in anaheim yeah well you know jesus I, I, there's a guy <laughs> there's the internet <laughs> Did, well, you were at VidCod those times. Do you remember Internet Jesus? I do Internet. remember Internet Jesus. <laughs> YouTube Jesus was at VidCod, walking around with his yeah, sandals on. He, he um, was freaking awesome too. Yeah, he's. It's great. What a great gig that is to just go around and be like he's, someone he's needs to be Jesus. You know what I want to be? Internet Zenu. I want to be the. Maybe you already are. Maybe I already am. I need like I feel like Zenu has pointy eyebrows because Zenu is like a very classic science fiction. Here's the funniest thing about uh, funniest thing about Scientology is it was started by a dude who wrote classic sci-fi novels, science fiction novels. He he was paid one penny per word, so his novels are like. 10 feet thick. They're huge novels. He, he, so he was, and he wrote a bunch of... i the commercials either. The commercials. That my friend, Judy, in fact, a friend of the show, she was just texting me the other day. She's like, remember those Scientology commercials when we were kids? And I, and I was like, yeah. yeah. She's like, they seem so cool. They seem so interesting. They're like, like Diamonds yeah. by L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> they were like, let's try to get them. Let's try and get them. And then... <clears throat> I was interested in that, and I remember my mom going, oh, yeah, they're a cult. You don't want to deal with that. And I was like, but the, it, there's a volcano exploding. That looks cool. They're like, what's in inside the park. volcano? Yeah. Let's find that. Let's find that. Uh... <laughs> the I mean, You could have been in the same cult. This could have happened. You know? I know. I mean, we kind of are. Well, we are YouTube. now, technically. By not being in the cult, we're in the same cult. <laughs> yeah, we're out the cult. Um yeah, I gotta tell you something. I, I so I so my car. By the way, I don't know if you know the the ongoing saga of the rear ending of my car. I got rear ended a couple weeks ago, and now they're yeah. saying it's going to be a total loss, which is not fun. What? When you yeah, I own the car, and they're like, yeah. It's a to- well, they're telling me that the repairs are going to be more money than the actual uh, cost of the car, basically. Betty the Amos be really sad about your car. Yeah, I feel really sad about it because I'm like, I owned the car. I finally paid it off last August. So I'm like, I own a car. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> now 
They're like, no, they like, now it's not total loss. We're going to take it away. Yep. So now, like, now I'm stressing out because I'm like, I got to buy a new freaking car now, and I don't want to buy a new car. <laughs> I, have a I, have a, I have a serious question, though. Is the car yeah. really good? Otherwise? Um, as far as, like, drivable, or what do you mean? Well, what type? Yeah, besides the, the bumper damage stuff, is the car a good car still? Uh, do, like, behaviorally, does it behave well? Does it do good? I'm, I'm confused. Like, is it a... Like, 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 like a quality you, car? Would you, yeah, like, do, would you still feel safe driving it if you were to repair the cosmetic look of it? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe so. the insurance company would let you buy it back and you could do minimal repairs and still own your car. I could do that. That's a, that's good advice. I've been looking for advice. That's a, that's an interesting take. Because I was like, you know, I could do that but then they have to register it with the dmv as like total loss as or something. yeah as a self so, yeah. so what if it has a salvage title so what you still point. got your car man you know you know why it has a salvage title do you really care no see well, this is what then. i need i didn't i didn't know what to, i don't know what to do with this situation the people are like here now i got a the question only time for you. that matters is when you go to sell it do you know what i mean somebody's gonna go oh it was salvaged before and you're gonna go yeah that's why i only want 100 bucks for it i got another couple of years out of it who cares yeah see that's the thing it's like i just wanted a couple more years out of it and uh literally just wanted two more years out of it and uh it's got it's got taken literally, if it's mostly cosmetic shit i would excuse my language if it's mostly cosmetic stuff i would yeah. honestly fix the safety issues to make yeah, it yeah, so yeah. it's fully acceptable and safe, right? And then right. say, screw the cosmetic stuff, get another couple of years out of it, so what if it's a little ugly here and there? You know, the yeah. honest point is, is you own it. It's not a car payment. That's that's exactly it. I don't want to have... It was like a... It was a murder. Get, it was, my car payments were not cheap. <laughs> and they were for five years. And I was like, finally, I could pay it off. Well, um, I actually got ahead of them for the first year. I was... Uh, I was I, figured out that i was double paying my car payment like six months later and i was like oh good yeah <laughs> yeah uh but unfortunately yeah like i got behind a couple months and then i was like finally i paid it off last year and then uh i don't know yeah you struggle I, to have something then you know what i mean it gets wrecked that's terrible yeah so that's the here's it. I got car, the same thing mine paid off too and last yeah this is two weeks for me now too a guy in front of the house backed into the front of my car and his uh, trailer hitch went right through my front bumper and then he left. Oh, jeez. Uh, he came back, though, and I lined up my car with him. I'm like, I know it was you. So I went over to him and I talked to him. And I says, I know you backed into my car. He goes, I didn't yeah. feel anything. I go, but you put a hole in the front of my car. It doesn't matter. Right. And we had a talk and we got an estimate and he's agreed to fix it. So that's good news. That is good news. Yeah. That was, see, that's Sometimes the thing is like, what was that? Sometimes good things happen out of the bad, you know? Yeah, I'm hoping they do. I, I mean, the, the auto shop called me and they were like, yeah, we're looking at this car. It's most likely a total loss, blah, blah, blah. And then they said, here's a lawyer. Call this lawyer. And I'm like, I don't know if I should just take, <laughs> I don't know. I get so confused by all what this do they stuff. Want, uh, they want you to call the lawyer because the accident, correct? Because you were rear-ended. Yes. So they, but do I, do I just go with the lawyer that the auto shop tells me to get? That seems like, 
Because the auto shop is working with yeah, the insurance. That, that, that seems counterproductive. Man. That's a little shady back alley feeling to me. It, that's exactly what it felt like. You know, I was like, like mm-hmm. this is my opinion. Call him out. They'll take care of you. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I got a guy. He's our guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that makes me comfortable. I, I, I mean, the internet is this beautiful platform where you can see ratings and how other real people in the world feel about the lawyer before you take them on. Yeah, and and I, t- I did call a lawyer this this morning because I did, you know, I got hurt. I was, but I, the thing is, yeah, I want, I just want to be compensated for my loss and for so you know the pain right. I've been, I've been dealing with some pain for the last couple of weeks. So that's that's legitimate. Not and to Kelsey mention mentally what you're going through after just paying off your car, my dude. This is it's a lot that entails into what happens when something like this happens to you. Yeah, it's a lot of a uh, it's a lot of a uh, headache. But uh, so here's the understand bit. life. <laughs> Read Dianetics. Uh, case, case people haven't seen the Dianetics commercial. So yeah, I'm just like, I just want to be compensated. If they give me a good settlement, maybe I'll buy a. I'll see if I can afford a car that is. So WS. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "How about twelve dollars? Would you like to take twelve dollars for the settlement?" Because they're gonna lowball. Yeah, they're gonna lowball you right away. They're gonna say, "Of course." Oh, you know what? what I'm gonna say to them is like, "I would like two hundred thousand dollars." <laughs> I just want to like. I, I kind of want to do the whole thing on the air, just to just to. Because it's so ridiculous, the song and dance you have to go through. This wasn't just a Hyundai Sonata, miss. This was my Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> this is a Sonata. I'm a musician. It was beautiful. It was it was very it's sentimental. Beautiful. It was one of the say, few with the brown leather. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're telling me Kelly's blue book value, but I'm telling you my, my sentimental value. <laughs> it's worth at least... Value. At least two hundred thousand. My grandma's dead, and I can't have her back. So now what? <laughs> right, you need to pay. Pay yeah. up. That's a quarter million right there. <laughs> At least <laughs> quarter mil. I love these conversations. You know, this is this the best. Yeah, I just I do want to do that though. If they tell me they come at me with like, we're gonna give you one thousand dollars for your car or something, I'll just be like, I would like two hundred thousand, please. <laughs> just see if we could settle somewhere in the middle. <laughs> so why not? Exactly. Why not? You're going to tell me a ridiculous number. I'll tell you a ridiculous number right back to you. Why do we got to do this dance? Yeah. Uh, on the bright side. What? What was that? No, no, you're good. Oh, I, I found this, this thumb uh, piano. Or whatever you call it, a um, finger. Someone left it, and I can almost, pl- I can oh, almost play smoke on the water. All right, let's do it. <laughs> it's almost smoke up. Hey, that's jamming, man. <laughs> Listen, all it's gonna do is have that rhythm. It doesn't even have to be in the right key, and everybody will say it's that song. It's, it totally sounds like exactly the same. <laughs> what? I can't. I can't just... Is that Fog Hat? What's going on? How'd you get the special effect to be so similar? Is that Deep Purple? I can't. Is it? it sounds exactly like Deep Purple. 
sounds like Deep Violet. They were kind of like Deep Purple, but then they're like a spinoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what would they be? Uh, yeah, Indigo. <laughs> indigo. D- deep Indigo. Indigo. indigo All right, so here is the Dianetics commercial we were just talking about uh, that we grew up watching <laughs> on the TV. It was like every commercial break on yeah. Fox Five. Ready? By the way, another question: Do you have your Discord in front of you, where if I turned on the video to show you something for a second, you would see it? Yes. Okay. I can also, yeah. Oh, is that Doctor Strange? What is that? Oh, that's a drawing. That's awesome. Yep. Here, let me see. That's the new one. Too. Here, let me pop that up on the screen. Let me see if I can pop that up on the screen. Here. Uh, how do I do this? I can flip the camera. Hold on. Let me do this. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> There's a way. This side is better, uh, you know? I have to go to the main feed with uh... I wanted to yeah, share with you the newest one we just finished so here we go I can do this wait hold on hold on, hold on. let's see and Ooh, the Batman thing went on and that was pretty dope <laughs> yeah. there we go can kind of see I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah there that's awesome that's really cool. I dig the palette. It's very, uh, there you are. You're on the screen. You're on the TV. You're on That's the TV. I can't even right. bring you in here now. Here's the astronaut. And uh, he's also the creator. That's why he's got the three things on him. But uh, he's got an amoeba in his helmet because that's the building block of our stuff. So The amoeba. Well, yes, wow. it's an organism, right? So I'm looking back at all this stuff and it's like, here's me as the artist painting on a wall down here and all this kind of trippy stuff's going on while this is all like watching above. It's kind of supposed to be inspiration around me. There's a music note here. This is a pool float that had flown away in a storm I was at recently. Um, Oh, that's a, that's awesome. Hold on. Let me try to enlarge this for the folks at home. The other one I'm working on right now, you get a sneak peek behind the scenes, is this one. Oh, that is, is that Gaia? The turtle with on top of the, yes. which all existence is created? That's amazing. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Thank you. Where can we find, where can so we get yeah, your I art? That I share. Do you make prints? Not like I prints. do. And the new revolution, like print. I was in that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I do. I make prints, and I would be happy to get you one if you would select. Them. I would. I would hang it right, right on the wall. I would love that. I'm watching you yes, over please. there and over here. I don't want an echo. So I'm keeping the phone. <laughs> You're on. You're on the TV. Um, I am on the. TV. I feel super special. There you, you are. I forgot about this set, this setup I could have for when people hang out. I, f- I, I should this. do this more often. I made this a little better. Is that a little better? That's better, right? Yeah. I think if you turn the phone sideways, then you could fill the screen. But I don't know. What's I a- could. Let's, let's fill this screen. <laughs> but that's what I've been dealing with uh, is that whole thing. There you go. Look, you're full screen. <laughs> See that? Now that's me. 
But uh, what else is going on? Right. What you know? What uh, uh, I was. I had some health challenges, you know, but I got through them really well. I'm very happy for that. Um, they good. gave me a stress test, and I guess I passed the stress test, which is important. Um, yeah. Still, stress uh, test. What, what is that? You got to run on a treadmill, and then you got to breathe. Yeah, you have to run on a treadmill. Your heart gets to like 145 beats or whatever, and then they. They run an EKG at 145 beats and a blood pressure and all that shit. Mm. Well, so you were good? You were all good? Yeah, they said that was all good. I just have to continue with the pulmonologist because I've had uh, lung problems for several years since the fire. I had a fire extinguisher inhalation. I told you about it. Um, right. And yeah. because I inhaled it, I had a lot of problems since then. But other than that, oh, I'm doing awful. pretty good now. I'm happy. Yeah, look I'm at sure. that. This is That's the toast. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I love it. That's rad. I thought you'd dig it. So yeah, yeah man, I definitely toast. would love to get you a poster print for real. And, and if there's something that you want to purchase out of the things I got, I got you on the my price, not the online oh. price thing. Well, thank you. So, Please. Share with I'll us order whatever you want for you so that you don't hit the markup because it's just like you'd be paying me and I don't want you to pay me. I just want you to pay whatever the distributor wants to pay. Well, I appreciate that. You know, also you can uh, you can do the uh, you can do print. You can keep the original and sell the original. I was thinking of doing that with like photos and stuff. You could print them out yeah. and then sign them. So you do like two hundred a run a run of two hundred and then sign them and and number them. And uh, I see a lot of artists yeah. do that, and they you sound like that's what I do with all my prints. Like any of the ones I handle, I have a I have a stamp here, and I include a card with the stamp on it to say that it's an original piece, and I number which piece it is matched with the piece that it is with it. So oh, that's I cool. authenticated it big time. That's awesome. Impressive. I want people to have cool stuff, you know. I, I want them to enjoy it. Yes. So check this out. I got a new piece of merch coming out, and it's coming to me first because I get to check it out and make sure I like it. And yep. you know, I pick these colors, and I, I I need to pick your brain for your opinion. See if you can put it together and see what you think in your head. So yeah. the main sweatshirt that I'm going to be getting for myself is in an army green. So it's this okay. kind of drabby kind of green, but it's still a it's green, which I wanted. And then the print is all done like in Wu Tang yellow, and then blue holographics. Immediately, I know exactly what you're talking about. And Wu Tang ain't nothing to mess with. That's what I've heard. There ain't no yellow like the Wu Tang yellow. <laughs> yeah, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. You know, it's interesting. That's so. That's the sweatshirt. That's the clothing line coming out. Yes. Because that's very clothing line of uh, accessible. Like your art is very colorful. You know, you could do, you could create like all kinds of exercise clothing and all kinds of like clothing yeah. with that. Yeah. I want, I want it to be able to be put on like wrap around on leggings and stuff like that. I think it would be really good. I think, um, I think people would enjoy the positivity of the vibe that's in all the artwork. Yeah. I think so too. There are see that's that's an interesting thing because you're so productive and and uh, it's so colorful. There are sites that you can put high resolution. I researched this at one point in my you know when you're in a band, 
uh, you're just basically in a glorified t-shirt company. <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're in a t-shirt we, company. We the t-shirt company. <laughs> exactly. We make all of our money by selling t-shirts, but we also happen to write and record and perform music. <laughs> That's basically how it goes. But you, you still have you still have any of those t-shirts? Uh, I do have the old t-shirts from back in the day. I have like a box of them somewhere, actually. Um, I do have now, see, demos now, and stuff. Now I want one of those. Okay. That's cool. What's that? I said I'll give you a print. You get me a signed Veda shirt. <laughs> That's a deal. <laughs> That's a deal. I'll get you. I'll have to sign it uh, and then laminate it or something. <laughs> but uh, I think it, like this Zen stuff, like these are ones I'm doing too. So, oh, that's cool. I like the. See, that's a, that's a very pleasant palette. I like the, the colors. I like the Zen. It's a very there's yeah, very Zen a, themes. Mellow vibes too. This one just got released on a beach towel, by the way. I'm very proud of that. You see that, ladies and gentlemen. Where's that verse? What does it say? Versit? Versity? University? It says diversity. Diversity. And dreams. Oh. Nice. So when the black light comes on, that words pop out a lot more is what it is. Yes. Do you guys have a... So there's a store on Long Island called Utopia that I used to go to with my friends, my little hippie friends when we were in high school. And we would go to Utopia and there would be all kinds of cool stuff like that with uh, like glowing art and incense mostly yeah and like the the the, the yeah. world lost that for a while that heady shop kind of stuff yeah what's up Ange? Ange has made it to the show today that's uh what's up obviously. i would like to play it's and uh savior of the universe <laughs> here she is but I'm not. What? But I can, baby. Shut up and give us your up and money. Give us your money. That's. Oh, hey, Ange. <laughs> hey, Ange. Uh, what's going on? She says, "Hey, James. Who's James? We got 420 artists here." <laughs> That's I, I AKA. How are you? You're amazing. Ange is amazing. She, Ange. He deserves a face pop. Ange is, a, is an instructor, is a yoga, is, a, is an athletic instructor. That, wouldn't you say that those, because I would get clothes with the, the art on it. So do you, do you believe in, do you believe in Ange? Yeah. You do, do you right? Believe in... If you believe in Ange, then you're an athletic supporter, right? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Some call me lazy. I just say I'm an energy conservationist. <laughs> Listen, with what they instruct, if my artwork was on the yoga clothing, that would be dope. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Getting ready for this hurricane. I would love that. And I think I think I come to realize that if you live in New Orleans or anywhere on the hurricane alley, your middle name is getting ready for this hurricane. So you would be Ange getting ready for this hurricane and oh, because <laughs> my mom's is mom's getting ready for this hurricane Dreyer. <laughs> that's my mom's look at the art look at that the lines immaculate it's beautiful this would be wonderful on like yoga clothing like you said aristotle you were right 
I could absolutely imagine that color scheming working well for tranquility and good vibes. I have a friend who makes also biking gear, and yeah, there's that's a lot of stuff like that that looks that reminds me of that's like the coolest stuff. I mean, I go to yoga a lot, and uh, and yeah, I would definitely wear something like that. Thank you. Let's see, an energy saver top. <laughs> And I want to, when this is done, I definitely want to put this on some gear. So, yeah. See, I think the yoga community would love that kind of thing. Actually, true for real. Am I right, Ange? What do you say? Did you, uh, Ange? Now, how are you getting ready for this hurricane? Did you uh, stock up on crawl daddies? <laughs> Did you get on the crawl daddy? Are you on? Are you on the fan boat now? I imagine you're in New Orleans. Are you the Delta. For this, wait, you better change your accent for this, Aristotle. Uh, I, now, I do imagine that you down there on the on the the bayou with the fan boat. Gonna get some crow daddies. We're gonna get down there to get them crow daddies. How's my accent, Edge? <laughs> I like your like muddy accent better. I like it. <laughs> the only accent I can authentically do is the New York accent. It's crawfish. It's not crawfish season. <laughs> it's not it's crawfish like, season. Is it? Is uh, May crawfish season? This ain't crawfish season. <laughs> and just like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it's not even crawfish season. <laughs> She's Sorry, like, don't insult me. We gotta wait till May for that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't crawfish. I don't. Oh yeah, I've, I used to have crawfish down by the lake where I grew up, the pond. My grandfather was my grandfather did. Oh, did you? Did you go crawfish? I did. We used to go with the little traps, little barrel traps. Yeah, we used to. Yeah, you could do that. I used to when I used to go fishing down by the lake in Brookwood Hall. It's a brackish water pond in on Long Island, and we, I'd go fishing with my friend. We go like gets catch some like bluegills and sunfish and stuff, and sometimes you pull up the hook and there's like a little crawfish on it. So then we like crawfish saving you, heathens. The crawfish would steal the food. <clears throat> we used to use Pillsbury dough to go fishing with. You ever use that? Oh, you got the you got it. Going bake some dinner rolls for us because I used to we used to get it, and the most exciting thing was to peel it open and then it would pop. Uh, we were just getting groceries and securing our patio furniture. Spring is crawfish season, but you can eat them anytime. This is true. One time I took a... Here's a story. I took a crawfish home from the lake one time because I was like, I will put this crawfish in my fish tank because he will make friends with my fish. Uh, so he ate one of my fish, and I was like, this was a bad idea. But after he ate one of my fish, he disappeared. Now I say he could have been a they... It could have been a she. I don't know. I don't know how to... Banana cream pie. You gonna throw that in my face? Banana cream pie. So I I woke... So I was like, where did my crawfish go? He's gone. He escaped the the fish tank. And then I went to... I remember I went... So this is the best part of the story. I went downstairs to go watch a movie on the TV. It was like summertime. I'm like, I don't know, 10 years old. And And I take a blanket down with me. And then I spread the blanket down on the floor because I'm going to sit on the floor and watch TV. And then I shake out the blanket and out pops this crawfish and he's coming at me. He had his claws and he's coming at, and he's going like this and he was, he was coming after me. He was going to eat me next. 
So I put him in a bucket and I took him back down to the lake and I put him. I said, "Go be free." <laughs> I just <laughs> this was never your home. You don't belong here. You belong here. Selfish attack that Aristotle endured in his childhood. Yeah, I was I was I was tormented. Um, <clears throat> but it was a good lesson to me. Yeah, I, I, I was I was raised north of Boston. I was born in New Hampshire, and then I lived in New York for like 16, 17 years, and now I'm back in Boston. So like the Northeast is like everything to me, even though I spent a lot of time in LA and other places. Um, but the Northeast has always been home, and it's just a different breed of people altogether. <laughs> yeah. Northeast is a different flavor for sure. I mean, it is. The, the Southwest is chill and relaxed. But yes. uh, it was funny because my sister, my brother-in-law, her sister-in-law, and my brother-in-law's friend, if you can figure out that molecule, uh, they were visiting last weekend. And it was funny because they brought like the New York vibe to LA with them also and it was just funny to watch LA people to be like I don't know how to handle all this New Yorkness. all this New York for me it was refreshing for the people in LA they were like this is you guys are very blunt and loud <laughs> I was like it's New York what are you gonna do I could do this yeah, New, York, <clears throat> New Yorkers are in your face yes Yes. Yes. There, and yeah, there's no there's passive. No, there's nothing mm. subtle about a New Yorker. And passive aggressiveness doesn't really go over too well. That's why I'm like stressed about this. The car insurance situation because these insurance people are so passive aggressive. They're like, yeah. <sighs> they're like, it's just it's a song and dance and it's a waste of time. Did you hear that? Um, Wait a minute. Mix that cosplay mm. just entered from the side. And it was like, Cos are you talking shit about my people? No, no, we're t we're praising uh, New York. We're saying, I'll say it. It was refreshing. She's all like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, See, that's what New York is. Like, it's like everybody's like, wow, look at this really bad behavior, and then every New Yorker in the room is like, would you just say? Huh? <laughs> exactly. Would you just say you you want to say something? Say it in my face. That's <laughs> that's it's just New York. <laughs> Like, yeah, what are you? What are you look? Why are you looking at me sideways? You got something to say to me? Why are you looking sideways? Do we have to fight this out? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's very directly confrontational. <laughs> you know, so it's like it's not passive aggressive at all. It is directly confrontational. Yes, it's aggressive aggressive. <laughs> it it's really aggressive, is. aggressive. The passive is skipped. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everything's slower here, and everyone moves slow hurriedly more her moves and everyone else moves more hurriedly uh that's what Ange says yeah everything you know i like yeah, the south I, I bet, well i bet that down south like the southern vibe is kind of chill like anytime that i've gone down south, like it's too hot to be running around all day like a new yorker yeah oh my gosh and new york is funny because yeah people are always they're always in the trying to get things done and that's what I learned the hard way when I got to Los Angeles. People don't like to get things done that day here. <laughs> like, I'm always like, we're doing this today, right? And people are like, uh, you know, maybe like in a week. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's getting done like, today. Do you know where I'm from? Do you know who I'll talk to? 
<laughs> exactly. Who do I got to talk to? You know, the funny thing. Here's a funny thing. In New York. This happened yesterday. I moved to Los Angeles in a November. It was like mid-November. November 15th, let's say. And then I got here and I, when I got my first apartment, they said, here. They said, you, we need, we're going to come turn the heat on for you. And I was like, yeah, it's really cold at night, actually. Even though it's Los Angeles, I, I got to wear like two sweatshirts and five blankets. It's very cold at night in my apartment because I have no heat. And they said, yeah, we'll come turn the heat on in four weeks. <laughs> I said, no, you will come turn the heat. I'm like, I'm supposed to wait four weeks for you to come. In New York, they like literally, I was a case manager. So they, if you run out of heat, it's, granted, it's a lot colder in New York. <clears throat> that yeah. day, they will send you an oil truck emergency to like they fill up your you. thing. Yeah. You will die. So in LA they're like, we'll come there. We'll be like mid-December. We'll come turn the heat on. It's 120 degrees. I'd be like, my air conditioner's back. They're like, we got room next week. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's nutty. It's nutty. Wales is just catching up. Like, oh God, I'm from New York. I can't do this. Uh, what about this bank situation? Hey, Ange, I think the bank is witnessing a hostile interaction. I was in the bank witnessing a hostile... Oh, Will, we got to hear about... Was was the bank being robbed? I just saw the other day there was a, a YouTube video that I put on my Watch Later list where there's a guy who did over 100 bank robberies and never got caught. And he talks about... Oh, yeah. He breaks down movie break... He, he breaks down movie bank robberies. I think it's on the GQ channel on YouTube. But uh, yeah, that's fascinating to me. What was the guy saying? I saw this other... A hundred robberies and never get caught? Well, I moved... I moved this thing around. That's mind-boggling. It's super mind-boggling. I moved... Let me find you again. Here you are. Yes, and uh, I was... I was surprised by that. Also, it's interesting to me that... uh, What was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. But Will, tell us what's going on in the bank. I feel like it just got busted me so much. (laughs) <laughs> you got you making a sandwich? How about I am making a sandwich? I just Can looked up it? like like I was watching you do the thing online, and I'm like, oh, we're good. <laughs> I stopped making the sandwich, and I woke up in there. Yeah, I can go back to the main feed if you don't want to be on camera buttering your toast. <laughs> I here the funny thing is, uh, I was I was watching a TikTok or whatever it was, and this one dude, he was a rich black man, and he was trying to take his money out of the bank. And he's like, I would like to take my money out. And he was like, well, we could give it to you in a week. And he's like, I would like my money today. <laughs> it's my mo- It was kind of an interesting interaction. I kind of understood both sides. The bank said, we literally don't have enough cash to give you. And he's like, well, find it. It's my money. I'd like my money. Which I think if you want to take out all of your money in cash, you should be able to do that immediately. I agree. But... Because it's your money. You want to hear something else I think is really strange that might be the same kind of idea. Like, if a check is drawn on a bank, say Union Bank as example, right? Has yep. a check, and I have a bank account at Union Bank, and I write Aristotle a check saying, man, I really appreciate your work, man. Thanks for these photos. I'm going to give you a couple hundred bucks, right? I give you a check, and you're like, well, I don't have an account at Union Bank. But I'm going to go over to Union Bank to cash the check, and Union Bank tries to tell you no. How would you feel about that? Uh, I would feel that, where do I get my money? 
Who's giving me my money? That's, right. that's the... Who's giving me my money? It's so weird how how when money comes to to me or whenever I'm money is supposed to bank. It's not them, it's some other bank. That was just an example, guys. Just that's a, it's interesting though because a lot of times when you're like, okay, I am owed money, and then people yeah. take months. But then when a bill comes around, the bill's like, you need to pay this today. They're like all over you for it, right? Yeah. It's just so strange how that happens. When you owe money, you got to owe it right away. When money's owed to you, people take the sweet sweet time. They, they take it The slow. world sometimes never changes. Yeah. We got we to gotta work on that. I like part. Movies, especially for me. It's like, as, as people who have the same East Coast kind of like, Thing drilled into us very young where everything is like now yeah people like hey could you hey could you give me a bite of that sandwich right here i'm gonna try to bite it put it to the side of the screen here what sandwich is that what kind it's, of sandwich it's is wonderful that? yeah i took a bite <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, humanity. The it's funny because the the I feel like Polly Shore. I'm like eating and talking to you at the same time. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> um, that that's true. Like when I get when I first got here, especially, and still to this day, I'm just like, I would like to do the thing immediately, and people are like, "Huh, chill out, man." And I'm like, "I am chill. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just." having a conversation with you but you know I'm yeah it's like can we do that and then chill out we do it the opposite way yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right uh you're gonna have to get right, in the pc like, to type we it up this right now and then we can chill out and do whatever you want later exactly that's how i operate around here will is typing out uh, chill out things, and then they get shit done I'm curious to see what this interaction was at the bank. I um, yeah, I want to know. Pe- people have lost their gosh darn minds lately. I've been just going around in general, and people have no—they uh, just don't have any scruples anymore. <laughs> and I think no chill. there's no chill. There's no scruples. It it's frustrating because it, people forgot how to behave. And I was reading all these accounts of servers and restaurants saying people have just forgotten how to people in this pandemic they don't know how to behave and there's so many examples of people losing their minds in public situations and i get frustrated when people are telling people not to get vaccinated here's the thing i'm like if you don't want to get vaccinated then wear a mask if you don't want to wear a mask then stay home (laughs) or go outside if you don't want to stay home or go outside Shut your mouth. I don't understand what's going on. There there seems to be no solution being offered to get out of this situation quicker by the side that is objecting to everything. I I don't understand that. If you want this to go away sooner, then help make it go away instead of just saying, I don't want to do anything and also I hate this situation. And that's where a lot of humans are right now. Yeah. It's um, the want. pandemic is like anti-socialized even social people. Yes, that's that is true. I was realizing how often I was hanging out with lots of my friends all the time, and you know, going to VidCon, going to Comic Con, hanging yeah. out. Like I miss that. I really miss that, man. 
Me too. Like, I need to be around people hanging out, having a good time, like we do here. So, like, you know, I was trying to create this space for this year so that we can have a place to go and hang out. And, uh, but yeah, I really do miss that because that's like a huge part of my life that I, I love need. this space. In, in, in vacancy of being able to go to VidCon playlist, all these different things that I did all the time. I, um, I love being able to come to Aristotle's show and hang out. And be where you have created a place that's like a cool, fun place to just chill. And there's no pressure to do anything, man. I don't even have to talk. Like, sometimes I could just sit there and listen. It's just as cool. Oh, so. that's cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate Great. your presence. I appreciate people hanging out here and just speaking their mind and, and relaxing. Do you need a good time. Today? I got you, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. The other, other side. Other side. Other side of the screen. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the modern technology sounds going faster side. than the speed of sound and food goes there, you go. there it is we got this those are pretty good butter salty it was good They're good yeah <laughs> that's the world just a little bit of sour cream in there you know fries day you know Sound goes faster than the speed My goes as fast as been oh, rock And potatoes go to p- potatoes go to the speed of fries uh, and mashed potatoes. Uh, I'm I'm rock curious to see one of my favorite characters right now. <laughs> rock Rockbiter, he's one of my. I feel like I relate mostly to the Rockbiter. He's he's always talking about rock and roll and seeing seeing the world from his. That's what it is. <laughs> I definitely can relate. Let's see. Did. Uh, so I pulled it up in a parking space and was getting my paperwork out to go in. So here comes a story from Will about uh, the bank interaction. I'm oh, and he's getting good now. Now, now I want to pay attention to this. Yes. <laughs> pull up a pull up a potato. While I'm in there, this other car swerves in quick, fast into a handicap space. First of all. I don't like that when people are like flying through a parking lot to just like try to steal a spot from you or just jump right in front yeah, of you. Yeah, they're like they're too aggressive. Yeah. I'm looking to see who is about to get out and I see a foot in a sandal. Okay. So Jesus. It's Jesus again. <laughs> Jesus about to Jesus drives a Hyundai. We both went right there, didn't we? Didn't we? <laughs> yeah. But who else wears sandals? Um, does Jesus wear Crocs now? I wonder if Jesus wears Crocs. That would be document. A croc. Oh, this is getting good now. Out comes a person with yeah, document in hand. Ooh. I feel like I should have a storyboard already drawn up for this. <laughs> yeah, like I'm picturing it. <laughs> I see. I actually, I actually want to do more uh, animated things. I'm going to try to. I was going to do it this week, but this week I was feeling under the weather and kind of needed lots of napping. But uh, it's raining, and I'm thinking, okay, this person's not caring right now. Yeah, because they're wearing sandals in the rain. First of all, that that seems that seems ridiculous. <laughs> what are they trying to do? Are they wearing socks with those sandals? And yeah, sandals in the rain, like they're just going to walk on the water or something. <laughs> totally. This was Jesus, Will. I think you saw Jesus. I think, I think it was Jesus that took the handicap spot. <laughs> I wonder what is, um, yeah. Aggressively. 
Maybe he was the devil dressed as Jesus. Now this now this is going to build up to a crazy interaction. And then I'm going to have to go running. I hope it's not 100 degrees out. If it is, I'm not going to. Oh, man, this, this is like cliffhanger. This has got to be a long thing because this is cliffhanger in me right now. Yeah. Maybe I'll let it buffer a little bit. I'll let him drop a couple more things. Yeah, it's 99 degrees here in Los Angeles. Um, which, yeah, you know. Is, right. Oh, here it comes. They hit it and a woman is leaving at the same time. And they hold the door for this person. A svelte, burly, but urbane grown man with sandals on. I'm skipping on the scriptures to preserve their anonymity. I'm loving on Will right now. Keep going. Will, I appreciate you preserving their anonymity, but we wouldn't know even if you did describe them. Yeah, we don't care. (laughs) If you were like... We don't care if it's crock lady and and sandal guy. (laughs) Yeah. Sandal guy said... He had long hair, a beard, and he said, Hi, my name is Jesus. Uh, name tag. Right. Uh, anyways, the woman holding the door for, open for me, dude is like, I need a notary. Yeah. I, already I can sense the impatience because I went to the UPS store the other day and I was in there and all I needed was a print of one thing and like people were like trying to elbow their way up to the front of the line and I was just like, can't we just stand six feet apart? And yeah. And I'm thinking, how odd I need a notary. Thank you for understanding it was 4 o'clock. I needed to eat some. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. How on? I need a notary. That's true. I, I've needed a notary a couple times. Sometimes you need a notary. A I was going to apply to become one. I thought it would be fun to be a notary. I think it would be, yeah. Like, you can be that and you just go to people's houses and become like a mobile notary. Yeah, be like... My word is worth something. Yeah, I can say I can, you really sign this document. And I got this cool stamp. <laughs> I got this cool thing that'll right? put bubbles yeah, in your paper. If you need to sign your own stamp, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. You get your own stamp. The clerk had to get the woman off the drive-thru. So, because uh, she's the notary and their drive-thru line was four lanes wide and six cars deep. Good golly, that's a that big bank. I have a question. Will. But that makes sense. You know what I mean? You wouldn't want to hold that shit up. Yeah, Excuse that me. makes sense. Uh, do you remember like having those... Uh, do they still have those pneumatic things where you put the document in oh, the, the thing? Oh, Yeah, is that still... Don't you think in today's day and age that would be like a COVID rocket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me cough into that. Just send it over into your office directly. It's just blowing everywhere. <laughs> she gets up there and takes a look at the single at his single page. So I'm going to start again <laughs> at the beginning of the story. Uh, so Will, so he pulled up into a parking space. He's getting my paper to go work out page. to go in. And While he's there, the, uh, the car swerves quick, fast into a handicapped space. Will is looking to see uh, who it is, and he sees a foot in a sandal come out the car. Out comes this person with a document in hand. It's raining, and Will's thinking, okay, this person's not caring right now. They head in, head in, and a woman is leaving at the same time, and they hold the door for the person. A svelte, spelling, burly, I love but urbane-grown man. Svelte, burly, urbane-grown man. And for some reason, I keep thinking of Zangief. <laughs> I don't know why. That makes no sense. Oh, I'm my skipping God. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but he's kind of he's burly, svelte and burly at the same time. That's interesting. right? Um, can you be svelte and burly? I wonder. Maybe I'll ever. I mean, isn't it kind of close to the same thing? I feel like burly is like barrel chested. No, I don't know. Yeah, but can you be short and barrel chested? You look like a dwarf. I think so. Let's see. Svelte though. Svelte is like sort of like Finnish, right? Uh, dude is like, I need a notary and Will's. Wait, me and you were discussing. Me and you were discussing Will's descriptors instead of the actual story. This is fantastic. <laughs> How odd! I need a notary. It's not for your protection. It's for mine. Interesting. The clerk had to get the woman off the drive-through because the because she's the notary and the drive-through line was four lanes wide and six cars deep. She gets up there and takes a look at the, his single page. Meanwhile, Will's thinking about that car that pulled up in black luxury with a black luxury car with either dealer or government plates. Ooh, dealer, dealer government. Yeah, the dude wasn't, he says the dude wasn't the driver, right? So someone brought him. So he's like, so basically he's got this, he's obviously got a driver. Yeah. Is he a diplomat? He might be a diplomat. Notary takes so a gander and tells him. This interpretation, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the notary takes a gander and tells him this needs the notary verbiage you're gonna have to go to the state website and get it so I can notarize it whoa you nailed it with Zeng Yu <laughs> so he does look like Zeng Yu that was uncanny uh, So that's great that was anyways, uncanny <laughs> <laughs> anyways the, the dude is like see well it's your descriptors it immediately evoked an image of Zeng Yu uh, dude is like everyone else notarizes it like this. This is very interesting because when I went to uh, Bulgaria, this is interesting as well, actually. When I went to Bulgaria, I had to present to them a, 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 an embassy letter, a letter from the Bulgarian embassy. They were like, "This is a very important visitor to Bulgaria for the economy of Bulgaria," because apparently they were paying a lot of money for this commercial in Bulgaria. He's like, everybody does it like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the dude was like, everyone else notarized. Oh, already I can sense the tension. What kind of 007 situation is this, says Edge? <laughs> this seems like some crazy 00. Crazy. And she's like, I'm sorry, you need to go to the website and get this verbiage. And the temperature in the bank is noticeably rising. Ooh, things are starting to boil over. It reminds me of Ghostbusters 2 when the slime, when everybody gets angry, it starts to bubble up uh, from behind. Like, get him out of here. Turn off the air conditioner. Now, Will, you're in Missouri. So that's a. I, I do believe you are in St. Louis. St. Louis, you were from the Nelly town. Is Nelly from St. Louis? I believe so. Wow, you're really on the money with the Bulgarian thing, too. Yeah, everybody's like. You must stay present. Where are your papers? The Bulgarian thing was crazy. When I first got to Bulgaria and I was getting out of the... Got, got to the... Man, I just had a flashback. Yeah, I got out and it was like a cold, warm building. It was cracking at the seams. It was like vines growing on it. And it was like all this like Cyrillic alphabet everywhere. <laughs> I felt like I was in... felt like I was in Russia. Uh, I thought I was in the Soviet Union. Will says, So I'm looking at my document and I see the verbiage. What's the verbiage? The verbiage? 
The herbage. Thank you, Ant. It is confirmed. Nelly is from St. Louis. We have confirmed Nelly's place of origin. Which is very we, important. We, yeah, oh. we have confirmed Nelly's origin. Send in the choppers. I got a question about Nelly. Why he got a bandaid on his face? Is he going to be okay? Let's see. So I'm like, it's right here. You're look. You're looking for right. Uh, is it's this right here you're looking for right? And I hold up my signature page, and the notary is like, yes. Okay. So what does it say? I'm curious about this special particular verbiage. So, Will, your page says the correct verbiage, but the other guy who is standing there with the notary does not have the correct verbiage. And he goes, so you're helping him now? Uh-oh. This guy got mad. And I'm like, nah, I'm trying to help you. Fair enough. Fair enough, Will. You're saying, hey, here is perhaps what you need on your document to get your document signed. Perhaps I may make you a copy. Yeah, in case you needed the actual verbiage. And then I walk up and show him what I'm talking about. Uh-oh, Will, did he try to swing at you? Did he, <laughs> did he try to sweep the leg? Did I fail to mention oh. that the dude is unmasked the whole time? Already, mm. see, Will, you know, it's funny. I was going to ask, was you wearing masks? Because I, I immediately imagined this guy, Zangief not wearing a mask. Look at this tiny little cupcake. Zangief, that cupcake is tiny. Not as hell. Hey, I got a yeah. question for you, uh, 420 artist. Did you grow 10 yes. sizes tall? Because that's a that cupcake looks tiny in your hand. <laughs> I'm a big man. <laughs> it was giant. <laughs> You're gigantic. <laughs> this is a normal cupcake, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, 420 artist. <laughs> He's 27 feet tall. <laughs> Yeah, this does like like when I see it on your screen in the little television. This is hilarious. <laughs> it's a very dainty cupcake. Looks delicious. It's bite size, even. That make me want to go get a cupcake. Um, we didn't mention. I hope it's as delicious as it looks. So, just tiny. <laughs> And it said, we didn't even picture this guy. We didn't even give this guy that benefit of the doubt. We we already knew this guy. He sounded like, you said, well, as soon as you said he stepped out the car wearing sandals in the rain, we were like, he was not wearing a mask either. <laughs> as soon as you said Zangief. Uh, he gives a look and is like, okay, okay. Light nod. Gets his paperwork and utters some profanities about the notary. Ooh, already shots fired. Oh, can we can we fill in the profanities or whatever we want in our head? He said <laughs> that flipping that Galdern flipping, uh, flipping crampy vodka son of a gun. Son Galdern, mother father. <laughs> It's always funny. This hey, is what they said. Good. It almost got me. I almost thought you were cussing. You never cussed. This is what they said. Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. <laughs> uh, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I need to get out of here and I'm not helping you with that one. You're not allowed to talk to me like that. Fair enough. That's exactly the response. I, pr I applaud that notary. 
I like people, that delivery. Come on. People Stand need to yourself. know. Yeah, you can't just talk to someone like that and expect them to be, you know, people right to, somehow to you. Yeah. To refuse <laughs> service. I just sit there and curse someone out and be like, oh, that helped me again. What? No. It's like cursing somebody out and saying, now I expect you to be nice to me. So. Yeah. However, though, last week I said I was very frustrated with the person who was helping me on my car insurance. I didn't curse them out. I just said, I would like to speak someone else to someone else. They were like, no one else is here. I was like, I would like to speak to your manager. They were like, why would you like to be speak to my manager? I said, because you've been very unhelpful. <laughs> Which was me just speaking the truth. If I want to be a Karen right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would, I would like to – my name is Chad. And I would like my to name speak is to Chad. Him. And I'd like to speak to the manager. <laughs> I'd like to speak to Karen. Um. Yeah, well, you know, well, you did. Then, then what happened? What? Where did this guy go? Did he start to explode? Did he? Because I wonder. Hopefully, he just walked out peacefully. I, I don't want to imagine any. any kind no, of he like, He did that tumble foot thing out the door, landed on the car, and smashed into pieces, and then he did the fisting. <laughs> you know what I pictured? Uh, I pictured uh, for for one second, DJ Jazz Jazz Jeff from. From uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, every time he got he got tossed out the house, that was like always my favorite part where Uncle Phil would toss Jazz Jazz out the front door. Every time Jazz was over, he got tossed out the front door. I always thought that was hilarious. That was like my favorite part because Jazz is like such an innocuous character. Why would he get tossed out the, the door? Uh, you know what? You know what my favorite thing about the Fresh Prince. Now that we're talking about Fresh Prince, is that he let he gave Jazz Jeff a job on that show too, because it was always DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So yes. you can't have to. Because that was his DJ. The guy was working with that. I mean, Jazzy Jeff was extremely talented. Yeah, he's a great uh, DJ for sure. I mean, those loops yeah. are a classic. He made some classic beats. With the well, was good, but Jazzy gave him the back feet that made him sound good. That's that's uh, ain't that the truth? Yeah, Will Smith. His no no offense to Will Smith fans, not for nothing. But Will Smith was nothing without DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> it's true because Will could spit bars, but he but the back beat was everything. Yeah, I, I always like those loops. Um, like I, my favorite is still a Nightmare on My Street. I still don't dig that, you know. That's a good one. Or I think I can beat Mike Tyson. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. I think I can beat Mike Tyson. That was a pretty good one. Uh, so he's walking yeah. out. All three clerks start raging on this dude, for, for ragging on this dude. Okay, the the show me state is about to come to come out of the notary. Yeah, Missouri. Show me. Yeah. I, I could tell when he walked in, he was going to be a problem. That's what someone said. They vented while doing my paperwork, and I was trying to em empathize with the dude because I was trying to process what other types of documents need notarization. Will, you're a very empathetic person. You like to see yes. things both sides. Will is the fair and balanced Fox News. <laughs> Fox News. Because <laughs> the swear of the dealer, the government plates, the whole vibe. Yeah, this guy automatically thought that he was more important than everyone else around him. And that's where things go wrong often. You got to realize, you got to be, you got to be, <clears throat> the problem I have with Los Angeles in general, because we were talking about Los Angeles and the vibe here, there's a lot of people who are self-centered here. They're always thinking about themselves. 
So the trick yeah. to combat that, for me, is to constantly try to think about other people around me. And Will, that's what you're doing. You're, you're thinking about the people around you. And that's that's the antidote to to that type of behavior. Um, so I, I find that commendable. Did he have an accent? Did he? Did the guy say, "You will, I will, you will sign my papers for me"? Remember, everybody, you can find four twenty hours. I'm gonna call you. I realize this when I'm sitting here. That this is the base man in the Galactic Gym, and you're the base man. And I'm the base I man. I figured this is good. This is, this is the bass man. He's playing the bass, the bass guitar in space. And you're trying to make some music notes, you know? There's the bass right here. Well, look at that. Yes. I appreciate the tribute. The, uh... <laughs> it's a six string. Six string. 72 string bass. Uh, when I came out, the luxury bass. car was gone, but this other oddball luxury car was still out there with music on, also double parked people with huh. double parking come on people figure out how to park figure out the most efficient thing think about other people that is what we've learned wait it was trying think- to fill it up it's not stereotype wait a minute this isn't stereotyping we just want to know if we had an accent he looked like zangief <laughs> hey, listen will you painted a picture of zangief and he's a bad guy but he's not the bad guy <laughs> um well i think edge I think Ange is just trying to f- wonder if, if it was diplomatic plates and if they were from like a foreign embassy or something like that. I don't think that Ange was. I'll give Ange the benefit of the doubt of that. Self preservation. Remember Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison? Always. Oh, yeah. Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. Speaking of. It's always self preservation. Um, That was a pretty funny scene in Billy. Except I don't get the lipstick part when you put the lipstick on. That seemed to be homophobic or transphobic, actually. Do you know you don't see what I'm talking about? Billy Madison? He was, be, he was doing the Silence of the Lambs thing. He was doing the... Uh, oh, right, thing. right. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Silence of the Lambs is good. <laughs> it's like, that's also what we learned today. It's one of the best movies. It is. Movies. Um... Yes, uh, well, I don't think Edge was uh, meaning anything. I think, I think because we were all imagining Zangief, we were thinking the guy was some like Russian. We were just kind of hoping. We were just kind of hoping he was the whole package, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, he had an accent. He sounded like he was from New Jersey. One of my favorite lines in the Suicide Squad is when, when Car- Harley Quinn says to Javelin, "I love your accent." And he's like, all American women love German accents or whatever, or love accents. And she's like, yeah, that's because we ain't got none. I to pull that out of thin air, he says. <laughs> Man, that thing even calls on the money. I did not provide enough detail. Listen, Will, we've been watching the show long enough. Your, your descriptors could just be, your descriptors could be, as thorough as in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey when they played 20 questions when they were falling on the way to limbo and they said, let's play 20 questions. And then he's like, okay, you go first. And then then he says, are you gray? And he says, yes. And then he says, are you a tank? And he's like, yeah, you got it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, see, now, now, Ange, that could be stereotyping, saying he's trying to get something foreign notarized. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. 
I'm half joking about the zero double uh, <laughs> plausible deniability. Fair enough. One of my other favorite parts of Bill Ted Bogues' journey when he says, uh, you know, hey, Ted, if I die, you can have my Mega Death collection. He's like, oh, but Bill, we're already dead. And he said, oh, well, then it's yours, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All that. I, I hope book. everybody has a wonderful Fries Day. I, I, um, I, get, I get the joke, too, which is hilarious. See, he's like, that would be giving you too much details about Zangief. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. It's literally Ant. It was literally Zangief. Uh, <laughs> it could have been Dawson. He was wearing sandals. <laughs> you are adult children with accurate imaginations. That's what it is. <laughs> amazing. I amazing. agree with you. Well, thank you guys. Uh, this it was. A, I'm sorry, Will, that you had that weird interaction. I'm noticing that there are more and more weird interactions lately that I'm noticing public because people have forgotten how to behave. People, just remember, try to think about other people more. So try to get outside your own head. Try to get inside the head of others and see maybe perhaps Zangief needed to go back to to Russia. Where, where's Zangief from? I think he's Russian, right? <laughs> I think so too. Yes, or Ukrainian. He's Ukraine. Uh, I am Zangief. Maybe. He's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Um, did the license plates start with D there? Maybe they started with a D because he was a total dick. Yeah, it sounded like it. <laughs> That's true, Will. It could have been an accent. He could have been Canadian. He'd have been like, uh, sorry, sorry, but uh, could I please have this? Uh, I need to go buy some poutine. Look, if you make fun of Canadians. Can I stare at you know. Those they're so polite, and their government is great, and they have universal health care. Look at those. You could have a Japanese accent. You wouldn't even know. The Japanese, one of the greatest countries I've been to, it was the most orderly and clean place I've ever country I've ever been to. Really? Oh, I bet it was orderly as hell, huh? I was in the middle of Shibuya square or whatever if you've ever seen in the middle of tokyo there's like this big intersection and it's got like yeah. 10 crosses it's got like crosses like 10 times yeah, it's, it the, was, it's the Times square of japan right yeah and then people there's cars 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 and then red light changes and then just all the people just kind of converge and then go their separate ways and it was like so polite so respectful so nice and uh, uh, there were some jerky people i met on the street actually uh, a couple times in Japan because there are jerks everywhere, <laughs> even if it's Japan, which it seems, doesn't matter like, where it is, there's always jerks. There's always a jerk somewhere, so it's a stereotype to say that Japan is perfectly perfect. Yeah, I love poutine, don't get me going. Yo, poutine is delicious. I, I do love a poutine. It is yes, Fries Day, it Enjoy is Fries, fries day. day, so we should have poutine for Fries Day. We really should. Um, we're always poutine on the hits here. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> I must go. Poutine on the hits. <laughs> but 420 artists, thank you for your art and sharing it with us. Please share your art in the Discord where you can get your art also. Uh, we would love to see Listen, more of I it. just want to remind you as well as everybody else that you're amazing. And don't let anybody else try to set yourself value and worth. Only you can do that for yourself by believing in your own heart. Believing in yourself. I... Concur. That is an excellent message, and I appreciate that message. And that, may that message go out to all y'all at home. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful time. There's nothing like uh, there's nothing like good company, good people, 
And uh, Will, you're you're a very polite person. You're a very caring and uh, empathetic person. So so are you, 420 artists and Ange, everybody who's hung out with us today. You're beautiful awesome. people all around. It's just good vibes. That's what we do here. Well, guys, <laughs> be safe. Thank you, 420 artists. Right over here, you can find 420 artists at 420 artists. You're uh, you're on all the platforms at 420 artists, right? Yeah, so, if you search 420 artists, you'll find me. So go find them. Have a good day. Enjoy your poutine, and uh, I'll see you soon. I'll see you very soon. Not a. I'll see you first. Oh, we never watched the Dianetics commercial. Remind me to watch the Dianetics wait. commercial next time. Wait, wait, you, wanna, you wanna end on that? You should end on the Dianetics commercial. <laughs> I feel like it's too it's too it's too spooky. <laughs> it's too creepy. It's we, too we, we ended on a good hey, vibe. Oh. oh man, you got the pizza. That looked like DiGiorno's to me. I'm gonna have a bite of that. I could eat the whole thing. I could eat that whole thing. With some crawl. That's that's Nick's that cosplays pizza. I just want to share. Bye guys. I love your show. Oh, thanks, Ben. Thank you for being on it. I'll I'll talk hey, to you soon. You. <laughs> thanks. You're always humoring us. Oh well, likewise. Thank you guys. Enjoy your pizza. I'll see you soon. I'll see you.